Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's been almost 3,000 years, and Greek mythology has proved that it is not going anywhere. But it can be difficult to find entertaining and engaging retellings of these myths that aren't fictionalized. Lucky for you, I'm here. Let's Talk About Myths Baby is the Greek mythology and ancient history podcast of your dreams. I dive into the convoluted and confusing ancient sources so you don't have to. Listen to Let's Talk About Myths Baby on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Brain Stuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Sometimes you've had enough and you just need to go for a walk. It's understandable. A walk can clear the mind. And it's possible the extent to which your mind needs to be cleared should determine the length of the walk. This isn't necessarily scientific, but the story of Emma Gatewood provides anecdotal evidence that it might be true. Emma Gatewood, called Grandma Gatewood by her family and later the world, was one of the early through-hikers of the Appalachian Trail, the longest walking-only footpath in the world. When she left Ohio in 1955, she told her family that she was going for a walk in the woods, so it was surprising to her 11 children and 23 grandchildren that the 67-year-old matriarch of their family had undertaken this hike. It stretches some 2,190 miles, that's 3,530 kilometers, from Georgia to Maine. Her family only found out when one of them stumbled across a newspaper feature about their mother's trek. Gatewood was not the first person, or even the first woman, to hike the trail. 
1948, 29-year-old Earl Schaefer was the first person to hike the entire trail by himself. In 1952, Mildred Norman Ryder, in her mid-40s at the time, completed the entire trail with a companion. Gatewood's hike was notable because of her age and because she was the first woman ever to complete the trail in a single season. For the article this episode is based on, HowStuffWorks spoke with Larry Luxemburg, president of the Appalachian Trail Museum in Pennsylvania. He said, When Grandma Gatewood did her first thru-hike in 1955, there were few hikers, and it was hard to follow the trail. There were also many fewer resources for hikers, fewer stores near the trail, and much less information about the trail. She saw very few hikers along the Appalachian Trail. But still, Gatewood hiked it alone, wearing canvas sneakers. She walked through seven pairs of them that summer, carrying a denim duffel bag over one shoulder. She brought a change of clothes, a blanket, a plastic shower curtain for shelter at night, a Swiss Army knife, a canteen, a flashlight, a length of rope, and a few other essentials. She ate a lot of Vienna sausages, trail mix, and bouillon from cubes. Sometimes she ran out of food and ate berries she recognized in the forest. By the time Gatewood became a famous hiker, she had lived the kind of life it would take a few thousand miles to walk off. Born in Ohio in 1887, Gatewood's father had lost his leg in the Civil War, and her mother single-handedly raised 15 children in a small log cabin, sleeping four kids to a bed. Gatewood completed school only through the eighth grade, but she loved reading and writing poetry and walking in the woods. In 1907, at the age of 19, she married a primary school teacher and later tobacco farmer by the name of P.C. Gatewood. For the next 30 years, she would endure frequent assault from her husband, while also doing strenuous farm work and raising their 11 children. She tried to escape a few times, but it's hard to disappear with multiple children in tow. In 1939, after being nearly beaten to death by her husband, Gatewood was arrested for throwing a sack of flour at him. She spent the night in jail before the mayor of the town saw her cracked teeth, bruised face, and broken ribs, and took her into his own home. She stayed there until she healed, at which point she filed for divorce, a difficult thing to obtain at the time. But her divorce was granted in 1941, and she was given custody of the three children who still remained at home. In 1951, after all of her children were out in the world, Gatewood found a back issue of National Geographic, which included photos and a story about the Appalachian Trail. Gatewood was intrigued and decided she wanted to be the first woman to hike it alone. Gatewood's first attempt at hiking the entire trail was unsuccessful. In 1954, she started out from Maine, but broke her glasses, lost her way, and was rescued by rangers. The next year, she tried again and successfully hiked an average of 14 miles, that's 22 kilometers a day, from Georgia to Maine. She didn't necessarily enjoy everything about the experience. After her 1955 hike, Gatewood was interviewed by Sports Illustrated, and she had this to say about the trail. I thought it would be a nice lark. It wasn't. There were terrible blowdowns, burnt-over areas that were never remarked, gravel and sand washouts, weeds and brush to your neck, and most of the shelters were blown down, burned down or so filthy I had to sleep out of doors. This is no trail. This is a nightmare. I would never have started this trip if I had known how tough it was, but I couldn't and I wouldn't quit. All things considered, the only thing more improbable than Emma Gatewood's completing the trail from Georgia to Maine in a single summer under these conditions at the age of 67 is that she did it again. Twice. 
once in 1957 and again in 1964 at the age of 76, though that time in sections. Also, in 1959, at the age of 71, Gatewood walked some 2,000 miles, or 3,200 kilometers, of the Oregon Trail, inspired by the pioneer women who walked from Missouri to Oregon 100 years before her. By then, newspapers had dubbed Gatewood America's most celebrated pedestrian, and she's been inspiring other hikers ever since. Today's episode is based on the article, Grandma Gatewood Hiked into Appalachian Trail History at Age 67, on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Jessalyn Shields. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. It's been almost 3,000 years, and Greek mythology has proved that it is not going anywhere. But it can be difficult to find entertaining and engaging retellings of these myths that aren't fictionalized. Lucky for you, I'm here. Let's Talk About Myths Baby is the Greek mythology and ancient history podcast of your dreams. I dive into the convoluted and confusing ancient sources so you don't have to. Listen to Let's Talk About Myths Baby on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.